0: I'm Shanna Merton, host of the Tech Tools for Teachers podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education
1: podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hello everybody and welcome to another great episode of My Ed Tech Life. I am excited to be here with you all on this beautiful Saturday morning here in South Texas and I'm hoping that you guys are having a wonderful Saturday morning as well or it may be well into Sunday depending on where it is that you're joining us in the world. But wherever it is, thank you as always for making My Ed Tech Life a part of your day, a part of your listening pleasure hopefully in your podcast queue or in your YouTube video queue, wherever it may be. Again, thank you so much for all of the support, the likes, the shares, the follows, and the feedback. It really means so much to us as our podcast continues to grow and as our podcast also continues to welcome amazing and wonderful guests such as who we have on this beautiful morning. And this morning, we have the amazing the wonderful, the energetic, and I can definitely go on and on through the dictionary of adjectives that describe Mr. Andy Knieven on the show today. Andy, how are you this morning? Oh my gosh, Fonz. uh thank you so much. I am I'm energized. This is, you know,
0: fantastic to be able to start the weekend, you know, like this Saturday morning here. I'm in Indiana, but no, this is I I'm just thrilled to be able to connect with you as I am honored to be able to you know be in conversation with you as I've you know tracked and you know watched you know different episodes over over, oh my gosh, at least I mean months and years uh, kind of thing, but to be alongside you know phenomenal people as I've been sharing with you just a moment before like Tim Belmont and stevie frank uh Jenny Jenny uh longslee Clark, uh Jerita, a teammate uh the e twins uh. Dr. Will Jared Johnson oh, and uh, that's yeah a great you know connection. But uh, Jamie Donnelly, I mean the phenomenal people that I'm honored to share the screen with, with you.
1: absolutely. And Andy, again, like I said, you know, and and I keep saying this every time, you know, anybody that is a guest on my Ed Tech Life is somebody that I look up to and somebody that is doing some wonderful work and also. Is show like I just want to showcase them, but also most importantly, like we were talking earlier, is just hearing their story because I I just love that making that true authentic connection, and also for our audience members, you know, to be able to make that connection because like we were talking about is like you may see us at conferences or you may see us presenting and so on, and many pe many times it's like oh my gosh, you know, there they are, but hey, you know, we just want to make that connection, and if there's anything that we can help you with, that's what we're there for, and so. Thank you so much for being part of the PLF, the Personal Learning Family. And so I'm excited about our chat today. But I also want to give a shout out to Feli, who's joining us also early this morning. She already commented. So, Feli, good morning. Buenos dias, mi (laughs) amiga. All right. Well, Andy, for our audience members who may not be familiar with your work yet or, you know, and what you've done in the education space, which is phenomenal. Uh, I would love for you to give us a little brief introduction and your context in education so we can start making that connection. Totally.
0: Yeah. So my, I mean, my, my story is education. I will be honest that that was that kid in first grade kindergarten that is like, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? And it's like, I want to go to school and I wanted to be a teacher, but I, I, I'm thinking back even like first grade of wanting to help cut layman it. And to uh, read stories, my teacher had me read, you know, books and stories on a cassette player, and she built up a, like the, the audio, you know, book library for her classroom. And it just was that kind of enjoyment of supporting the class and doing stuff like that. So it just is something that's always been there, but really my, my background in education has been, uh, I, I made dual majored, I guess, uh, you could say that I, uh, elementary K six and special ed K 12, and it's, so I have been in the classroom, uh, since 2009 with, in special education and that was in the middle school. And that's where actually I met my wife, uh, was we both taught special education together and it, uh, I mean, it just continued on with our uh, you know, passion for teaching and learning. And then she transitioned to an elementary to teach fourth grade. And a few years later on, uh, then I transitioned to teaching fifth grade math and science. And what's great about our middle school is our middle school's fifth or eighth grade. So I stayed in the same middle school there and it, it was a kind of the blend of. Both, both worlds of elementary having that mindset and that eagerness and that creativity and the enthusiasm that, uh, our elementary students, you know, have, but then the structure of a middle school of that junior high style of having seven periods of the day and you had kids coming in and out. So I had 180 kids that came through my classroom. Uh, but with the combination of both of those within the special ed, uh, you know, classrooms, I had to teach the, you know, all the content area. As well, and so it was kind of a, a nice blend of you know that challenging you know eighth grade math of pre algebra and algebra, and then um, the stories with novels. It uh, was always exciting, and so after uh, the fifth grade math and science, I became our one of our school district digital learning coaches, or a tech coach or a tech integration specialist, depending on what school you you are in. But uh, I was with a, a great team there and. Uh, actually, as I, you know, said with the past connection with the show, Stevie Frank, uh, she and I both actually taught, uh, fifth grade, uh, together. We were just down the hallway from each other. And then she then actually became the tech integration specialist, a digital learning coach, as I had been transitioned to working with flip, but it, it was just, uh, seeing classrooms and connecting with teachers and sharing over all these years has been what's made it so exciting and energizing, but coming up with those creative ways to make learning fun and engaging uh, for all of our students.
1: That is great. And that, you know, what I love about it is just really, you can tell the enthusiasm and like you really, like when you said, you know, education was your thing and growing up, even like wanting to volunteer and cut laminate and so on, you know, that resonated with me so much because Honestly, like when I was in high school and transitioning, obviously, to, to you know, a university, I was like, I never want to go into education ever because those last couple of years, you know, I would see my teachers and, and you know, there were older teachers that just sit at their desk and they're just grading papers and so on. I was like, why would anybody want to do this, you know? And so when I went to university, I was like, I'm going to go business and everything. But going back when I was younger, you know, going through elementary and so on, I was that kid that. I love to go clean the erasers, you know, They we had that little fancy uh, vacuum. Well, we would do that, you know, early and then they bought the little uh, suction thing where you just like brush it over and they would like, you know, get all the oh, chalk dust. And then but one thing that I loved is obviously those purple copies. There was just something about that smell. I <laughs> that was, was going to say, yes, we always know it. <laughs> yes, that all that great stuff. And, you know, here I am like this starting my 17th year now, but still just with that much passion that like what you're exhibiting, the, the just that passion that you have, the love for education and obviously the work that you continue to do. I mean, it's wonderful to hear how many different lenses you saw education through, because that really helps out with the work that you're doing and understanding, obviously, your end user, the teachers at all different levels, all different experiences. So that's great. Before we continue, I want to give a shout out who we've got, Sean McLaughlin, who's joining us. We've got Anne also who's joining us. Thank you, Anne. And we've got Tanya also who's joining us. Hola, amiga. So thank you so much. And here she is. She says, cheering our amigos. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining the conversation, guys. Hey, Omar, Omar. You know, look at that. We were just talking about my neighbors here, Feli and Omar. So thank you guys for joining. I really appreciate y'all. This is such a great great combo having Andy here. Well Andy, let's talk a little bit more. I know you you talked about how, you know, you and Stevie obviously working in the same school and so on. You walked us through your journey also as well going from, you know, special education and then, you know, 5th grade and getting that that feel and then of course the transition to Flip and working for Flip. So I just want to talk a little bit about that, you know, as far as that transition aspect. How did that happen? You know, I mean, in, in a world full of, you know, just so many educators out there and so on. But just for them to really see that passion in you and now the work that you're doing for them, like that's really exciting. But I would love to know, like, how how did that transition happen? And and, like, you know, I don't know, just that process like of like, oh, my gosh. Like, really? Like, is this happening? Tell me a little bit about that. (laughs) Oh, it's,
0: uh, I am, that's what makes everyday energizing uh, is that that connection, the community connection that Flip has. Or I mean, obviously, for years, I started using Flipgrid uh, as uh, it was in 2017. And um, I will say it was through social. Uh, Jennifer, well, actually, first saw uh I mean I I we we always joke, Flipgrid is still flip, uh or flip is still Flipgrid. We have the same heart and passion and mission to make learning fun and empowering for everyone. But the idea that, you know, in twenty seventeen, scrolling on on social, uh seeing uh my teammate now Jess Voice uh, you know, tweet something about Flipgrid at the time being at ISTE. Uh and then it was just a little bit later on, like I mean maybe a week or so. But then, uh, Jennifer Reeves, uh, who another great educator, but she and I, or she had posted, you know, Hey, share about, uh, what professional book are you reading? What professional development are you doing independently? And I, you know, shared about a, a mathematical or a math book. Um, and it was that, that response that I did in July, uh, I guess, because it was right at the end of June when, uh, just shared and then. Uh, early July. And in that response, what we called Flipgrid fever, I instantly was overcome with that, that, you know, aha moment of like, this is it, like, there's something magical here. And I, I, it's one of those, like, you can't put your thumb on just exactly what concept it is that just sparks you. But it's like this, this is it. And uh, I will say at that time, uh, my, my wife and I, we were, uh, we just had our second child. We have two kids. Uh, and so, uh, our daughter, uh, had just been born and it was like this, there's something here and at the time, you know, Flipgrid, it was a, there was a free, you know, version that was just kind of coming through, but, um, it was like, I, I, I have to jump on this and so I paid the 65 bucks that, you know, the flipped classroom had or, uh, and it was like. I have to use this, this is something I can hear from all of my students. And at the time I was doing a summer camp on transitioning to middle school because our, like I said, our elementary is K four, then middle school five, eight. But in that fifth grade transition, students then are one-to-one in a classroom. We heavily use, you know, all of our digital, uh, you know, applications. And I know that not to say tools, but instruments, uh, as I know that you enjoy uh, and so I got chiffons, uh, but that we fine tune our, our use of all of these you know, applications and helping with that organization. And so I did a, a summer series of a transition to middle school bootcamp style of technology. And I wanted to get the feedback from my students of like, what is it that you feel, you know, may helping you feel confident going into this, this uh, transition to the middle school? And using Flipgrid at the time, Flip now, uh, but using Flip to be able to hear from those students was, it was just a really like lens into their perspective. What did they, what did they learn over this week or over this time that now they feel more comfortable going into middle school? And hearing those responses was what, I mean, that's, what's energizing is to know that what we do as teachers is helping our students set themselves up for success later on. It's not just about that one math problem. As we talk about uses of FLIP of, you know, to give a a math question and a student just responds with the solution that only helps in that one moment. But when you have students explain how they arrived at it, share their mathematical thinking, then you understand their thought process. And that sets them up for deeper learning to be able to approach a harder problem later on and that critical thinking that they can find success, you know, even further down the road. Um, and so anyways, that uh, that sparked that aha, like there's something here. And it was one of those, I came home every day, I was talking about, you know, hey, you know, what about, I could do this with Flip. Uh, I could do this in my classroom. I have this idea how I'm gonna transform this unit that I'm doing. And of course my wife, uh, I mean, at that time she's was teaching, uh, Oh gosh. Uh, what was she teaching then? Uh, fourth grade? Uh, she's now a STEM teacher in the elementary too. So that's where like it, over the years, so uh, special ed fourth grade now, so she's a STEM teacher, but it was the, the moment of like, we talk education and we talk approaches and pedagogy and learning all the time. It, I mean, it's such a big part of our lives and the, the conversation was like, oh, I can revamp, I can overhaul my unit that I'm, I've done this way. Now the flip to hear from my students and see them share their learning. I can save myself time because as well within our school district, uh, we've been doing e-learning since 2012. Uh, and so if, uh, in Indiana, we have inclement weather, weather, that happens, you know, randomly. And so, and then also within our school district, we had, uh, professional development days that staff would come to school, but students had e-learning and so it still counts as a school day because the teachers are providing that e-instruction. So we've been doing the e-learning since, uh, well, I guess 11 years now. Uh, and so it was like, I could use flip to be able to record my lesson or to have my students share what they accomplished or what they learned, even if they are away. So that asynchronous learning just is super empowering for our students. Because even myself as a student, I, as eager as I am about sharing and talking about things, I wasn't the one that raised my hand all the time right away. Yes. And that there are some kids that they do and they do it before this, the question is even finished being asked and Flip allows everybody that same, uh, the same amount of time, the same opportunity to share. And of course. That gives everybody an equitable, uh, opportunity. They can do it when they're comfortable because I've had students and that was actually that one of those first years using it was having a student who is, uh, selectively mute, uh, that she never spoke in class. And we all have some students that maybe they're not, you know, labeled or titled or in some way, but they just don't share. And when you see their hand raise up and you're like, oh my gosh, like I want to call on you because you, you don't add in like in person, but when you see them share at home and you see them share their ideas, maybe it's, they just need to take a step out in the hallway or they go to another classroom and that's where they have their comfort zone and you let you hear what they know. That is the aha moment that I felt in that, that brief moment of responding about a book review or a book study that I was, uh, you know, learning independently. And so it's like, you know, if we can do this ourselves as an as an adult to share, we can model this for our students and be a spark for that same energy for our students to be creative. And of course, with flip having all these stickers and, you know, filters and effects and backdrops and lenses. Now, I mean, everything is completely, everything's leveling up all the time because of Educators, amazing educators, as I see in the chat all around the world that share, like, hey, it, this is phenomenal, but we'll, we could take this another level. We could step up and we can do this now. What about that? What about this idea? And we love hearing those ideas, uh, listening to our community to be able to make Flip even better for our community.
1: That is wonderful. You know, there's so much to unpack there. And First of all, I wanted to come back to the reference to instruments, and that was great. Thank you so much because uh, you listened to the show, and so it's great that you love that you use that. But I also loved—I don't know if you did it intentionally, but there was a nice little uh, wordplay or pun there, where you say, you know, we need to fine-tune, you know, our practice. I was like, ah, I see what you did there. But I mean, I i was in band. I played trumpet. I played yeah. baritone. Um,
0: I can say, yeah, there, there's, I have a toy saxophone right beside me. So it's one of those things of like, I, I, I understand the, yeah, you know, we, we won't uh, go flat here.
1: Yeah, yeah. there you go. I love that. It's myself too, I was a band student. I played saxophone and uh, trombone too, as well. So that's definitely a lot of fun there. So for sure, uh, you know, I definitely get the legal. So I picked up on that right away. But you know, one of the things that I want to get, like the overarching kind of deal is the fact that, like we mentioned and we hear, we saw so many great uh, comments here in the chats that I was bringing is just being able to give everybody that opportunity to respond. And many times we celebrate, you know, those 10 kids that are always at the front of the class because they're the ones that raise their hands real quick, but not everybody uh, processes the same way. And I'm one of those that I'm, I'm a little bit slower to process because it just, I really like overanalyze things and analyze. But the fact that you're giving every student their time to really you know, dive into their learning, explain things in their way. And as an educator, my favorite thing is I love seeing every single one of my students thought process because not everybody's going to give you the same way to get to an answer. And sometimes I find myself learning more from them because as I see the way that they learn, then I know like, hey, you know what? I have got a couple of students here that learn if I present my my topic in this way, they're going to pick it up a little bit more. And then if I present it this way, then I'm going to learn a little. I'm going to go ahead and pick up. They're going to pick up a little bit more on it. And it's not necessarily that you're doing more work. It's just the fact that you're using certain verbiage. Like, for example, with the band kids, it's like, hey, guys, let's not fall flat, you know, on our faces with this math problem. And let's go ahead and march on. And they might pick up on that lingo and be like, oh, okay, I get it. I Now I know what I'm supposed to do. And then for your other students, but again, seeing their their personalities come out and also being able to build that relationship because now you'll be able to know them exactly the way they are. The other thing that I was even reflecting on is the fact that you're giving students the ability to learn in the modalities that they're familiar with as far as, the digital component of it. I mean, who doesn't know about social media or some you know, things like Instagram and TikTok and so on? But the fact that Flip kind of brings that to life in a fun educational way and the students still feel like they're those social media stars and they're putting out their best content because some of them will go above and beyond, some not as much at the beginning, but then later on they just grow into it but again, that that's the one thing that I l- have loved about this platform is the fact that it gives every student that voice and you're able to know them, you're able to teach the way that they need or, you know, the way that you need to support them. And that is so valuable right there, right in front of you at, at any instance. So I absolutely love that. I see a bunch of comments coming in here, so let me get to them here. Also, I have uh, Kim here who's joining us. Hi, Kimberly. Thank you so much for joining okay. us. It says I have my first student with selective mut- mutism this year, and I'm excited to see how flip can help her comfortably express herself. So that's wonderful. Uh, let me see. I see Tricia here. It says I used flip this week for my author. Q&A live stream worked great. So thank you so much. Process over product. Omar, thank you so much for these comments. Uh, So, guys, thank you so much for filling up the feed. We can't get to all the comments because we definitely have uh, a lot more conversation. But, you know, those are some of the main things that I absolutely love. And to be honest with you, we even uh, I just finished my last core class in my doctoral program and the feedback, they're like, what can we do better? And for me, it's always discussion boards. I don't know about you or if you've taken an online course, but it seems like university students are the most agreeable students on discussion boards because everybody's, I agree with this and I agree with that. And I feel like there's just a disconnect for genuine, authentic conversation. And so my feedback was like, hey, can we start implementing something that's a little bit more uh, interactive, such as Flip, so we can record our voices? It doesn't matter if you don't want to show up on camera, we'll put an emoji. But you hear people's voice, you hear their tone, you kind of go with that, you build that conversation. And I feel that's better. It's almost like you're having that back and forth conversation as opposed to, I agree with what you said, and this is great. And, and, you know, not that you want to disagree with everybody, but you can dive in deeper and see what you can pull from each other to make that experience a lot better. And then, of course, with the content, make that a lot better. So that was definitely one of my feedback uh requests that i had there uh, uh going on here with flips impact andy i want to talk to you about this and so in what ways and i know you've described several ways here but you know as far as in the education landscape you know what ways do you see flip currently you know revolutionizing education at this time with the experience that you've had and obviously with all your counterparts that are here we know, I know what you guys have done, but this is obviously a show for all audience members. So, talk to us a little bit about what your experience is with that.
0: Totally. And I first want to say, congrats. I saw the, the post about your, your coursework and your uh, next steps with your doctorate, and yeah, that is Thank phenomenal. You. And that, but that actually kind of, not to say, segues into exactly what your feedback was to your professors and to your course was to create that engaging and that, that connection. And that's exactly where Flip was designed, Uh, Dr. Charlie Miller, I mean, Flip was made for education, using it, uh, in, uh, in his course to be able to connect with his students, uh, from, you know, as he was, you know, all around the world and students were able to respond to those questions and to those prompts. And so that's what makes flip or, you know, Flipgrid at the time so powerful is to let your students share, share their ideas, share their learning, and especially with the discussion uh, board, you know, idea that you're sharing about what, I mean, something that has relatively new. Been released is the threaded comment replies to have students share a response as a, a general response to the topic, but then you as the educator, that feedback is so critical. You can provide that feedback to those students. And you can do that in a private way. So you just, as a, as a teacher, you just select, Hey, this is a private comment. And only that person sees that response. They get that notification. Hey, you know, Mr. Kneevan responded back and, uh, they can see that response and you can do that in text comment or a video response. And that's what makes it even more powerful is to have that video. So think about in that discussion board, when you have that lens and you share, or you're using the mic only, or you put a lens and you put the the emoji face on, or, you know, something like that. However, people are most comfortable, but with the comment replies, that individual can reply back to you. And so now they creates a conversation. And so when we have our students share their ideas and another student is able to respond to them and that's, I did that in my math class was. Uh, I, I used it for mathematical thinking, of course, uh, to have my students share how they arrived at that solution, but then also writing out the steps that they got to it. Uh, and, um, you know, with standardized assessments and, you know, things we have to get our students thinking how they arrived to it and slowing down their, their process of not just racing through. So when they do it and then they have to think about how do they do it, this allows them to be a teacher to be the lead as well and doing that in flip they could respond and then they could type it out and another student again with uh any other you know when we we uh, build when we design for one uh, as uh, an amazing teammate Liz Maddy uh but when we design for one uh and extend for all everybody's winning here and so with accessibility features like immersive reader when those text comments come through or the captioning that comes through in the video, that can then be opened up an immersive reader, translated to be able to be broken down into syllables. Students can watch and replay, uh, provide each other feedback. And so all of this is, that's what makes it so beautiful is that you start, uh, diving into the fine tuned creative camera use and, uh, ways that students can connect with each other that way. Kind of like you said, with the discussion board. Uh, how we can level up our use in that way um but to say like what's what's next like how can we really level up our uh you know the future of learning with flip and of course with ai and with uh we have a beautiful uh new map lens uh with math solver if you have not seen math solver microsoft math solver it is phenomenal check it out uh it's you know built into so many great things. Uh, even within, like I use one note in my instruction, uh, that overhauled a uh, hashtag wonderful. Uh, it, it, was, uh, pretty amazing to be able to have my notes, whether it's math or science or, you know, anything, but then I can take a flip video, paste it in and it becomes embedded in the, that page. So my students could watch and, you know, do their notes. And I had my, my flipped learning, uh, right there beside it, they could watch replay, do as many times as they needed to. but um, within our, uh, the, in iOS, uh, right now. And it's, you know, gonna roll out of course through others, but math solver, having a multiplication facts where you're prompted, you know, above your head with the math problem, and then you just, you know, gamified and it, it, just makes that learning more fun and engaging of course, but with math solver built into, you know, edge and into OneNote uh, and to so many great things, but you can put in that math problem see the steps and then have immersive reader built into it to provide additional, you know, leading questions. Uh, and it, it's something that's been around. I, I mean, with math solver in OneNote you can select it, generate, you know, practice questions that lead into, you know, more formative assessment for our students to be able to have. Um, so, I mean, the, the combination with math solver and flip is, you know, only becoming you know stronger, but to then say with AI big words or not say words, big letters that are, you know, in every yeah. you know, classroom, every school uh right now. But to take we have topic copilot. Yeah. Again, you know, teachers, we empathize, we respect you so much, but the idea that when you have to come up with a topic or you're just looking for some inspiration on, we're talking about sustainability. You can put sustainability in the topic copilot and it's going to generate a leading question or a, a list of them. And you pick the one that best fits your class and you can level it based on, you know, what, uh, you know, school classroom level you are, and it tailors that, you know, that choice and that can be done in English and in Spanish, uh, but then it also provides three additional leading questions. Uh, and so to, to, to dive deeper into that main idea. Uh, is really powerful, uh, and fairly phenomenal uh, teammate, but she has just shared recently a, a, a mind boggling use of taking, you know, uh, Bing chat and then taking those questions from flip and the topic copilot, bringing it into Bing chat, then creating sentence stems, and then bringing those back into flip to then have your students say, you know, this is the beginning of your sentence now, finish it with your, your ideas and your words. And so when we can combine these tools together, app smash them, uh, or not tools, these instruments. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'll, 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 my dad jokes are gonna be strong here. We're gonna harmonize and we are gonna have a beautiful, you know, orchestration or orchestra of, you know, both the vocal and the instruments. And, and I mean, you think about movies, uh, if you don't have the soundtrack to the movie, you lose that that emotion or what's going on in the scene and stuff. And so that's what makes our, you know, when our students are sharing their voice with the content, it's a beautiful harmonization of learning together. Um, so I'll, I'll pause on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, and that's the exciting part, you know, with everything that is going on with technology, but the fact that there are companies that are embracing it, but When you hear about platforms that are just doing it right, that is even better. Because as we know, you know, you know, something new comes out, it's like, boom, like there's so much of it. And it's hard for teachers. You know, we have to make sure that we filter through what really is working, what really isn't working, because we want to make sure that number one, ease of use. The easier, the better for the teacher because you don't want to bog them down with any additional logins or any additional work. And then, of course, students with any additional logins, additional work, things to remember and so on. But also just what we're seeing here, you know, the the capability that it has on your iOS device, on your, you know, Chromebook, on any device really that students can log into the amount of work that you can do, the quality of work that you can do, and the opportunities that you're giving the students to do. And obviously easing some of that teacher burden too as well, you know, with the idea that you shared about with Feli and, you know, using, uh, you know, AI and doing the sentence stems and things of that sort. I think it, it's amazing how the team here at Flip and, and obviously through the users too as well that come up with such creative ideas, to share really to alleviate some of that additional stress that the teachers do have. And this year is going to be a year also where, you know, you've got new teachers that are coming in. So something like FLIP that is low barrier to entry, but yet very effective, I think is one of the best tools that any first year teacher can hop on immediately uh, one of the other things that I wanted to touch on, you know, in this segment that we we talked about was the ability for discourse. And well, that's something that my content specialist, our math content specialist and myself talk about a lot, is that there isn't enough time for discourse in class for students to discuss, to share their ideas, to really dive in deeper and, and just between themselves ask, why is this working this way? Or how about this? Or what about this? Because Obviously, curriculums, it's like your deadline. you got to be at this point at this time and prepare. But the fact that now maybe those teachers can take it to that next level and say, okay, even though we may not have as much discussion time here, the fact that the students can log on a little later in the day or from their phones at home and be able to generate those conversations and those threads, that is something that is amazing because now you're still allowing for that, but maybe not so much within the classroom because you've got to move on, but it's still as effective because you're going to get to hear those student conversations, that thought process. And of course, we mentioned teacher feedback. For me, again, is like, am I hearing, you know, some misconceptions? Then it's like, okay, immediate reteach, whether it's for the whole class or if it's just for that subset of of students, maybe four or five students, and I can just do a quick review and then we're back to level. What I love about that is that many times in the past when we get closer to state testing, those tutoring groups after school and Saturdays are enormous, but because teachers base everything on the grades, so they just like pick where maybe if they used an instrument like Flip, you get less kids because now you focus on a little three-minute misconception fix and now everybody's at level and then you're good to go so those are some of the things that i love about this platform and again i definitely recommend it for a first year teacher or 25 year teacher 25 year 35 year it doesn't matter what level definitely recommend that you hop on and you use this in your class so that's wonderful uh, Andy, I want to ask you a couple of things because I know we're getting closer to wrapping up and so on. But I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, uh, advice for educators from your experience in teaching, from your experience now working with Flip. So, advice for educators who are new to Flip or maybe hesitant about integrating technology in their classrooms. What encouragement would you offer them?
0: So, I mean, there's so many things, but the idea of don't feel like you have to take like the biggest bite all at once. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things that you, you slowly can dive into and, but we have you covered I, as, as I love to support that's, you know, a big part of, you know, what my role is professional development and support, but community you know, engagement of, of supporting them with ideas. And of course, like topic copilot, if somebody's brand new using flip, leveraging that to be able to create those initial ideas of those initial topics. But the discovery library is one of those, not to say it's it's a hidden gem, but yet it's a treasure trove of thousands of topics that educators, brilliant educators all around the world, I mean, we're 48, almost 50,000 topics that are ready to be used and also have been made by incredible partners with flip. Um, and all of them are of course free i mean flip is 100% free as i referenced earlier uh in uh, the the conversation when i first started using flip i i paid that 65 dollars but then when it was acquired by microsoft in 2018 that was returned. uh and so it that's the passion for flip or flipgrid at the time but flip and microsoft to empower our teachers that flip is 100% free and it's, you know the resources that are there uh, are free. And so taking those topics in the discovery library, edit them to make it authentic for then your students. Um, you can, you know, make those changes. If there's a video, you can change it out with your own to put your voice in it. Um, but again, start small with those, you know, if a teacher is brand new, reach out to the community for help. Uh, we are all here. We are one huge flip, you know, family. Uh, and that's what makes it so special. Um, but even just sparking that initial, you know, use idea, doing introductions. Of course, when we hear from all of our students, we know there's name pronunciations. There's never a wrong time to make sure that you are saying their name correctly. But when you ask a student over and over, how do you say that? Or you're then too, uh, I guess. Too prideful not to put yourself out there and say, "All I, right, I know I, I'm going to say this wrong, but we've been in school for two months. How do you say your name?" But to do those name pronunciations, it's great for you as a teacher not to have to keep asking students, you know, their names as you're learning all of them. Like I, I empathize. I had 180 in my classroom that it was to know all of them. I could use Flip to be able to watch and replay. But it's also really great for those students who change into or change scheduled or move into your school. Now you have a way that they can now connect with their classmates because everybody else has known each other for months and that there's never a wrong time to allow others to get to know each other. Um, doing a, uh, using flip for just check-ins. Uh, that was something that I use. It's great for content. But even for goal setting at the beginning of the year, having students use it to set goals on what they hope to accomplish, maybe setting, you know, what their benchmarks are. What are they how are they going to accomplish it? Uh, you know, obviously students are gonna be like, oh, I wanna, you know, get an A in this class or I want to succeed, but then those benchmarks, how are you getting there and doing those check-ins? But as a teacher, I use it for my own, like, I want to have my students share what what do I need to know to better support them? And so I did like a mid-year check-in, uh, and had it moderated, which is another great, you know, functionality within FLIP is that you can moderate those topics so that only you as the teacher see those response. Uh, so students aren't seeing each other's. So as it builds that trust, that security, um, and that confidence, but, uh, letting students have ownership and say, you know, this is what I like about class. This is what I don't like about class. You know, I've got thick skin. It's okay that to say, you know. Um, you always are standing over on this side of the room or, you know, this, uh, I would rather sit in this grouping or, you know, do something. I, everything is unique, uh, in what students need. And so I want to hear from them so I can then make changes over the year to better support that group, because it's going to change year to year. Um, and then even for just progress growth, uh, as, uh, personally, um, So I guess it's, it's been three years actually. So I was diagnosed with Bell's palsy. So like the left side of my face just stopped working, uh, in July of 2020. And so I, it wasn't until November that I could like see a small, like, uh, which I could like move some small muscle, but I was using flip to be able to track my growth and my progress through therapy and through, uh, you know, monitoring that. And so personally, and I use it to do the, the electrical simulation, you know, therapy because of that 10 minute timer, which is great. And so personally, I could see my own growth. So now take that and think for your students, for them to see their growth, whether it's through uh, language immersion or through progress on how they've progressed through anything, really any content matter, uh, whether it's music of playing an instrument or it's in their math process or how they explain something. Or how they show, um, it, it's really incredible to let students see that growth of their own. And then as teachers, you have it for, uh, you know, those conferences, those uh, back to school parent conferences for those ACRs that you may have uh, with students with uh, IEPs. And so it's a great way that you then have uh, small bits over time. So don't think it's like one and done or one big unit and you have to use flip for this one thing. Do it in small bits and you see growth uh, for your students, uh, which is really powerful.
1: Yes, I agree with that 1 million percent. You know, the fact that you see that growth from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And most importantly, you've got those uh, you've got a compilation of learning artifacts that you mentioned that I love because it's that evidence when as a teacher, you need to go into some of these meetings. Uh, you know, for students that may need additional supports and, or they may say, hey, you know, we've seen this growth and progress. Maybe we can cut down here and so on. And, and, you know, making really, you know, data-driven decisions because now you've got this data in front of them, like, you know, through this di- digital media. And I think that that is a great way as a teacher to really bring out what's best in the student or maybe the, some of the things where they may still need some additional work on so we can really support our students the best that we can, but we need it with that, the, those learning artifacts and that evidence where oftentimes is the case, you may get some teachers that go in with just a stack of tests and say like, here, they failed. Well, what could they do better? Well, just study more, You know, practice more or come to tutoring. But is that really getting to the root where now you have evidence, like you mentioned several times, you can either you know, use it for math and explain the thought process Um, You know, how to get to an answer, you explain science concepts, even things with math or reading and so on, reading comprehension, you know, summarize this passage for me, because obviously they still need to test, you know, for listening, speaking and writing and so on. But all of that in in one platform, I mean, it's just it's wonderful. And the fact that it's free and like I always say, if it's free, it's for me. Definitely great advice for teachers and a wonderful platform for them to start off with. And again, like you mentioned, you don't have to, you know, take it all in. But, you know, like my boss told me the other day, is like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So just take it in, you know, learn one little bit of that platform, maximize it, you know, that or maybe like I said, like an instrument, you may not know how to play it at first, but you practice it, you practice a couple of chords, you start hearing those melodies. And then before you know it, it just becomes a masterful orchestration of education to the next level. So definitely agree with that. All and right. Yeah, go ahead, Andy. <laughs> I was one blast is saying, you know,
0: within, you know, that progress monitor, that growth of having students share and the support that flip actually can provide within it, that AI concept of, you know, I talked about immersive reader, but within immersive reader. There's reading coach to let our students practice a response and it gives feedback on their pronunciation of certain words. And it gives that feedback to them, uh, to then do that response in flip, uh, for that progress monitoring, that, uh, that growth, uh, you know, check. And so just some, uh, one of those other additional, not say hidden gems, but one of those other really powerful parts that is relatively new within the, uh, within flip of Reading Coach that's within Immersive Reader. So just a really great thing to also check
1: out Excellent. All right. Well, we're not done yet. You know, I, we're, I'm going to extend the show just a little bit more because this is one question that I've been want, waiting for for the end. Before we get to our last segment of the last three questions, I know Tanya is like excited because that's like her favorite segment too. But my question for you, Andy, is surrounded now around personal growth. So I want to ask you, how has working with Flip and being at the forefront, you know, of ed tech impacted your personal growth and your perspective on education. Oh, such a great one! Um, I mean, empathy is such
0: a powerful, and that's something that I, um, I, I hold near. Uh, I mean, it, literally, it's one of those you hold near and dear to your heart. But with Flip and the the global community, I will say. It it means so much of how you hear from individuals from classrooms all around the world and how they use FLIP and the, the, uh, the impact it's had, uh, those conversations, as we talked about, you know, at the beginning of the the conversation here, when you meet individuals at a conference or in a chat or to say, you know, Hey, I've got time. I can, you know, let's just jump on a one-on-one call to break down how this can work in your classroom, doing that with a teacher who is deaf, uh, deaf, hard hearing. And so having that one-on-one time with the teacher to know how they can then use FLIP to support their students, to teach, uh, ASL, um, it's just, it, it means a lot. Uh, and so not to say like, you know, how has, you know, working with FLIP over this last year made and prefer, or like personally change. I, I, the empathy part of it has only grown. Uh, I, I knew we have an amazing community, but to have the ability to speak with individuals more one-on-one or at those conferences or in our, uh, flip uh, calls, it just is truly amazing of the, the, the work that teachers are doing all around the world, because you see it within your small community, but then when you open up and you are listening to everybody, it really makes a big difference uh, with the, the with empathy as well.
1: Awesome. Awesome, Andy. Thank you. Thank you so much for that amazing answer. And and just all the gems that you shared today, you know, everything was just wonderful, very masterful. And your, your heart really comes out and it just really fills my heart with joy and it fills my bucket for today. And, you know, it just, makes me that much more excited about what you do what flip is doing and what educators around the world can do with flip so thank you so much for being here this beautiful morning and just sharing your experience you know your work with flip and your heart with all of us today but before we wrap up though we've got this last segment all right we've got our final three questions And this segment is brought to you by Alongside Care, Alongside Care. So please make sure you check out Alongside.care because they are a wonderful platform that offers mental health support that is personalized for every student without adding any additional burdens to teachers and counselors. So please make sure you check out Alongside.care. All right, Andy, here we go. The last three questions. Tanya, look, she's like already like, yay, yay, yay. This is her (laughs) favorite segment here. All right, so question number one, Andy, is, all right, so we know that Superman's weakness or what made him weak was kryptonite, okay? So we know that as, you know, the kryptonite came close, Superman just kind of like, you know, lost a little bit of that power. So I want to ask you, Andy, in the current state of education, what would you say is your current edu-kryptonite Oh, so, uh, of course, knowing the show, the questions, uh,
0: the idea of knowing that this is coming, is just exciting to be part of the answers, um, or to be able to answer it, I'd say, as I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, of uh, my edgy kryptonite c- night would be keeping up. Uh, I, I will say like with all that's happening, um, the, the sense that if I pause for a moment, uh, if I take a day, take a week or, you know, whatever it is, how much changes in that amount of time? And the idea of, you know, we have an amazing team, uh, with flip and as you say, you know, how, how have I, what have I learned over the last you know, year working with them how passionate flip is the team, everybody behind the scenes. Um, but they are always working to do what they, what the community wants. What is something, the next thing that, uh, will support everybody. The passion is just incredible. But the feeling of like, if I take a pause, what's going to happen in that moment? Uh, If I didn't, if I took a pause and I wasn't on social that day in 2017, and I didn't see Jess post about Flipgrid at the time, or I didn't see Jennifer post about, you know, hey, what's this book that you're reading? That that brief moment, if I missed it, I would have missed Flipgrid. I would have missed Flip. I would have missed that. And so not to say like, I I reflect on um, wanting to be the best that i can support everybody if i take a pause then maybe i miss that one thing that will better support uh in that next moment that i I, i'm needed
1: excellent all right great answer thank you so much for sharing that question number two andy is if you could have a billboard with anything on it what would it be and why
0: oh um so if people follow me for you know my my years through the classroom and, you know, different things. I still use it today, but you can even learn, uh, it's a hashtag I, I would put out of, and I still have it, um, but you can even learn the play of my name and even like, you can even say it, but as I told my students every year, you can even learn it's that growth mindset, uh, that whatever you put your mind to, it may take a little bit more time. It t- may take a little bit more. Uh, you know, effort or energy or learning, but you can even learn. You know, more empathy, more kindness, that more patience, compassion. Uh, it's something that we can always improve on. Um, and y- you can even learn, and you fill in what it is that you're after.
1: Love it. That's great because it just it's a nice little set sentence stem there that you can fill out on your own. And you know what? Maybe we'll even add a scan code there. You can add it to a, you know a flip. So that'll be great. Let's make that happen. so that'd be wonderful. I can definitely see that all right last question, Andy, is if you can make one of your hobbies or favorite activities into a full time profession, what would it be?
0: Oh goodness um to take the hobby or that and that's for like i as i was like, I was just asked recently about what what my hobbies are uh outside of work the not to say like my family is a hobby because that's why I do what I do every day. It's the, the passion to provide and support for them. Um, but I'd say to be able to, you know, finding the joy in what you're doing. So to take a hobby, I mean, it means a lot to be able to be at my kids events. So they're doing gymnastics, they're doing swimming, uh, or dance, uh, you know, I enjoyed going out with my, my son playing disc golf or, you know, ball golf, uh, <laughs> to put the difference of the two. Um, so to be able to be there all the time, uh, for them, not to say like that's a hobby, but to be there for my family, uh, you know, across the board, I, <laughs> it, that's a hard one to be, able to, because that's not a hobby. That's, that's really my it, life. That's who I am. It. Um, but obviously work in the time, uh, that, you know makes that that definitely over overlaps some um yeah so that's a tough one but if i could just always be there when when that's needed
1: absolutely no and i completely understand where you're coming from like absolutely so that's wonderful for sure and hopefully that you know that might happen one day and you know what that'd be wonderful because you know we definitely need to be present and do those things but of course I, i understand what you're saying it's not a hobby it's what we do but Man, if we could just do that full time, that would be amazing. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, Andy, thank you again. I know I mentioned it. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. Thank you so much for sharing your work with Flip and sharing your heart. I really appreciate it. And for our audience members that are checking this out, you know, you see, you you've, maybe you've heard his name. Maybe you've seen him on Twitter, but now you really got to know him a little bit deeper and hopefully you make that connection and anything that Andy said today that resonates with you. Just reflect on that. Sprinkle it onto what you're already doing great and make some magic happen. So thank you so much for being an amazing guest. I want to thank our chat here. Thank you so much, Feli. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. And we've got Tanya. We've got Sherry Fleischer. That's joining us on LinkedIn, Omar. Thank you so much, also for joining us, Omar. Who's putting in some comments? I'm just kind of scrolling here because there was so much joy in the chat. Thank you so much, everybody, and for all of you that are going to be watching this on the replay or checking this out on your favorite podcast player. Uh, obviously, when you subscribe to our podcast, please make sure that you check out this amazing episode and the other 217 amazing and wonderful educator uh, episodes. Excuse me with educators that are passionate, educators that are doing some amazing things, education practitioners and creators too as well and take what they're doing and sprinkle it onto your practice to make some magic happen as well. So please make sure that you visit our website at myedtech.life, myedtech.life, where you can check out all those episodes. And if you would love to contribute to our mission of bringing these amazing conversations to you every week, You know, please make sure you stop by our merch store. You can check out some caps, maybe some shirts, you know, maybe something for next conference season that's coming up, you know, just a little something or just something to lounge around in. No worries. All of that goes back into our show so we can continue to bring you these amazing heartfelt connections and conversations here through our show. I really appreciate all of your support, my friends. So as always, like I said, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And until next time, my friends, don't forget, stay techie.